Welcome to Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras. This week we continue with our series on the ten forms of the Divine Mother. We'll be talking about Chinnamasta, a very unusual goddess. As always, this podcast is presented by Pujanet, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T, your Vedic resource on the web. We're now moving into some of the more unusual and interesting forms of the Divine Mother, because Chinnamasta is the goddess who severs her own head. And before we begin, it's probably good to remind ourselves that, at least for purposes of this podcast, we're not really worried about whether or not these stories are true in a literal sense. Certainly they've persisted over hundreds and thousands of years because they represent or contain some form of transcendental wisdom. They inform us of the higher nature of life, and they're fitting symbols of some aspects of reality. And if you'll recall, the Dasa Mahavidyas, the ten forms of the Divine Mother, were created to keep Shiva company when his wife Sati went to a yagya performance at her father Daksha's house. Sati split herself into ten different forms to guard Shiva and to make sure that he didn't interfere when Sati took care of her disagreement with her father. So in a way, these ten forms are meant to contain all the different aspects of the main goddess so that she's easier to comprehend in her divine complexity. I'm reminded of my own experiences these days as my wonderful daughter Annie has just turned 13. Suddenly, she seems to have, just like Sati, split herself into many different personalities. There's Annie at school, Annie at home, Annie with her friends, Annie fighting with her brothers, Annie with me, Annie at the temple. The list goes on, as any parent of a teenager will tell you. And each version of my dear daughter has become strikingly different and seemingly disconnected with the other at times. And being a dad, I'm, well, more than a little bit confused. The point is that on one hand, you could debate whether or not there really is a divine mother, and if there is, does she have one form or ten or a hundred? And on the other hand, you could look at the Dasa Mahavidyas and see within them a symbology that represents not only the divine feminine, but also the earthly feminine as well. One reflects the other, or you could say that one is an expression of the other. In any case, this is the role of mythology to help us understand life by giving us a broader perspective linking the earthly to the divine. So when we come across a description of Chinnamasta as the goddess who stands on the god of love and his wife, who has severed her own head using the three streams of blood to feed her two attendants and herself, what are we to make of this? Just try showing this to someone and saying, ah, that's the goddess that I worship, and I'll bet you get some interesting reactions. But look at the same image symbolically, and there's great beauty to be discovered. Remember that we're talking about the Divine Mother here, and her role as Mother begins with her embrace of her husband and the love between them. So she stands on the God of Love, Kamadeva, and his wife, Rati. It's a symbolic reminder that the foundation of family life is the relationship, in all its forms, between husband and wife. Now, as a mother, she is the embodiment of sacrifice, and what better way to represent the extreme extent to which a mother will go than to show how she would willingly cut her own head off in order to feed others. Mythology speaks in big terms, big drama, and so Chinnamasta shares her blood with others, not just food, 
not just a smile and a blessing, but her vital essence, her life's blood. Her two friends, who are shown drinking the blood with her, are called Varnini on the right and Dakini on the left. And sometimes in the Vedic tradition, the world is seen as being a mixture of earth, air, fire, water, and space. These are the five elements. But from another perspective, creation can also be seen as the interplay of the three creative principles, sometimes called the gunas. The goddess is pure, and so she is the creative principle, called sattva guna. Varnini represents the active principle, or rajoguna. And Dakini represents tamas, tamoguna, which in this sense we can call the destructive or immovable principle. Interestingly, in other contexts, we would relate Brahma to the creative principle, or sattva, Vishnu with the active principle, or rajas, and Shiva with the destructive or stable principle, tamas. So this is one way of showing that Chinamasta is connected with all of creation in all its different forms. There are a number of different stories about the origin of Chinamasta, some of which have Parvati going out to bathe and keeping herself company by creating two friends, Varnini and Dagini. But soon her two friends are hungry. So not having brought any food with her, Parvati cuts her own head off with her fingernails and feeds her friends with her own blood. Of course, being divine, she's able to replace her head and it's instantly healed. The other story takes place during the churning of the ocean of milk, when all the gods wanted to become immortal so they could win their ongoing battles against the demons. This process requires that they cooperate with the demons, pulling on the ends of the divine snake who had curled around a mountain as the churn. In the end, when the amrita, the nectar of immortality, had been churned out, the demons end up with it, not the gods. Well, Chinnamasta was so powerful and frightening that she was able to take the Amrita from the demons, drink it herself, and run away. Later on, she cuts off her own head and feeds the gods with her blood. This version of the story certainly makes the point that the immortality of the divine is literally in their blood, and it's a common factor throughout all the different forms of the divine originating in the Divine Mother. And in some ways, this is not all that far off from the Catholic tradition of communion, where the wine and the wafer are consumed as the blood and flesh of Christ, thus granting redemption from sin and achieving immortal life. The mantra for Chinamasta is Srim Rim Klim Aim Vajra Vailo Chanaye Hum Hum Pat Swaha. So the Bija mantra is at the beginning. Srim is associated with Lakshmi. Prem is Durga, Aim is Saraswati, and there's one more, Klim, the Bija associated with Kama, the god of pleasure, and also, incidentally, Krishna. And Humpat is a destructive and protective mantra. So the end result is that the foundation or Mula mantra for Chinamasta is one that brings all the different enjoyments of, and values of life along with the fierce protection of the Divine Mother. Shreem Rim Klim Aim Vajravailo Chanaye Hum Hum Patswaha. So now we will listen to some of the Chinamasta mantras being chanted. And even though it's a little bit long at about 12 minutes, I'm going to follow that with Mahisa Sura Mardani Stotram, which is the story of Durga, 
another fierce form of the Divine Mother. And I've selected it because it's very bright, has a wonderful melody and rhythm. It's very easy to listen to, and I don't think I've included it in a podcast yet. And that'll be it for this week. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Sri Sinamasta Devi Gayatri Om Vairojinyai Vidmahe Chinnamastayai Dhimahe Tanno Devi Prachodayat Mula Mantraha Om Shreem 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 Aim Vajra Vairojaniye Cream, cream, but swaha. Shri Chinnamasta Stotram Ishwara Vacha Nabhau Shubrara Vindam Tadupari Vilasan Mandalam Chandarashme Samsara Seika Saram Tribuvana Jananim Dharmakamartadatrim Tasmin Madhye Tribhage Tritayatanudharam Chinnamastam Prashastam Tam Vande Chinnamastam Shamanabhayaharam Yoginim Yoga Mudram Nabhau Shubhrasaroja Vaktravilasad Banduka Pushparunam Bhaswat Bhaskar Mandalam Tadudare Tadyoni Chakram Mahat Tanmadye Viparita Maitunarata Pradyum Nazat Kamini Prishthastam Tarunarka Koti Vilasat Tejaswarupam Shivam Vame Chinna Shirodharam Taditare Pano Mahat Kartrikam Pratyali Dapadam Digantavasanam Unmukta Kesha Brajam Chinat me Shirasamuchanadasridharam Pibantim Param Baladitya Samaprakasha Vidasan Netratrayod Bhasinim Vamadan Yatranalam Bahugahana Galadrakta Dara Biruchehi Gayanti Mastibusham Karakamalalasat Kartrikam Ugrarupam Raktabam Raktakishim Apagatavasanam Varnini Matma Shaktim Pratyali Dorupadam Arunitanayanam Yoginim Yoni Dikvastram Mukta Keshim Pralayadhanaghata Ghora Rupam Prachandam Damstra Dushprechya Vaktrodara Vivarala Salola Jihvagrabhasam Vidyullolakshi Yugmam Hridayatatala Sadbhogini Matma Murtim Sadyashchinatma Kanta Pragalita Rudhirai Dakini Vardhayanti Brahmeshana Chutadhi Shirasivinihita Mandapada Ravindai Agnei Yogi Dramukhei 
ಪ್ರತಿಪದಮನಿಷಂ ಚಿಂತಿತಂ ಚಿಂತ್ಯೂಪಂ ಸಂಸಾರೇ ಸಾರಭೂತ ತ್ರಿಭುವನ ಜನನೀಂ ಛಿನ್ನಮಸ್ತ ಪ್ರಶಸ್ತ ಇಷ್ಟಿಷ್ಟದಾತ್ರೀ ಕಲಿಕಲುಷಹರಾಂ ಚೇತಸ ಚಿಂತೆಯಿ ಉತ್ಪತ್ತಿಸ್ಥಿತಿಸಂಹೃತೀರ್ಘಟಯಿತು ದತ್ತೆ ತ್ರಿಪಂತನು ತ್ರೈಗುಣ್ಯಾಧೀಯಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾಚ್ಯುತ ಶೂಲಭೃತ್ ತಾಮಕೃತಿ ಸ್ಮರಿ ಮನಸಾಸಂಸಿಯಸ್ಮೇರಪದಾರವಿಂದಯುಗಲೆ ಲಾಭಂ ಭಜಂತೆ ಅಭಿಲಷಿತಪರಸ್ತ್ರೀಯೋಗಪೂಜಾಪರೋಹಂ ಬಹುವಿಧಕುಲಮಾರ್ಗಾರಂಭಸಂಭಾವಿತೋಹಂ ಪಶುಜನ ವಿಮುಖೋಹಂ ಭೈರವೀ ಸಂಯುತೋಹಂ ಗುರುಚರಣಪರೋಹಂ ಭೈರವೋಹಂ ಶಿವೋಹಂ ಇದಂ ಸ್ತೋತ್ರ ಮಹಾಪುಣ್ಯಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ ಭಾಷಿತ ಪುರಾ ಸರ್ವಸಿಪ್ರದ ಸಾಕ್ಷಾನ್ ಮಹಾಪಾತಕನಾಶನ ಯಠೇತ್ ಪ್ರಾತರುತ್ಥಾಯ ದೇವ್ಯಾಹಸನ್ನಿಹಿತೋ ಭವೇತ್ ತಸ್ಯಸಿಭವೇದೇವಿ ವಾಂಚಿತ್ರದಾಯಿಧನಂ ಧಾನ್ಯ ಸುತಾನ್ ಜಾಂ ಹಯಂ ಹಸ್ತಿನಮೇವ ವಸುಂಧರ ಮಹಾವಿದ್ಯಾಷ್ಟಸಿಭೇದ್ರುವಂ ವೈಯಾಗ್ರಾಜಿನರಂಚಿತಸ್ತ್ವಜನೆ ರಂಜೇ ಪ್ರಲಂಬೋದರೆ ಖರ್ವೇ ನಿರ್ವಚನೀಯ ಸರ್ವಸುಭಗೆ ಮುಂಡಾವಲೀಮಂಡಿತೆ ಕರ್ತ್ರೀಂ ಕುಂದರುಚಿ ವಿಚಿತ್ರಕಲಿತ ಜ್ಞಾನೇಧಾನೇಪದೇತರ್ಭಕ್ತಜನಾಕಂಪಿನಿ ಮಹಾಮಾಯೇಸ್ತು ತುಭ್ಯಂ ನಮಃ ಇಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿರಚಿತ ಛಿನ್ನಮಸ್ತಾಸ್ತೋತ್ರ ಶ 
ಮಾಚಿಣಿ ದುರ್ಮುಖ ಮರ್ಷಿಣಿ ಹರ್ಷರತೆ ತ್ರಿಭುವನ ಪೋಷಿಣಿ ಶಂಕರ ತೋಷಿಣಿ ಕಿಲ್ಬಿಷ ಮೋಷಿಣಿ ಘೋಷರತೆ ಪರ್ತಿ ಶೈಲಸುತೆ 
ಕಲ್ಪೆ ಸಮರ ವಿಶೋಷಿತ ಶೋಣಿತ ಬೀಜ ಸಮುದ್ಭವ ಶೋಣಿತ ಬೀಜಲತೆ ಶಿವ ಶಿವ ಶುಂಭ ನಿಶುಂಭ ಮಹಾಹವ ತಪ್ಪಿತ ಭೂತ ಪಿಶಾಚರತೆ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಹೇ ಮಹಿಷಾಸುರಮರ್ದಿನಿ ರಮ್ಯಕ ಪರ್ದಿನಿ ಶೈಲಸುತೆ ಶಂಗ ಪೃಷತ್ಕ ನಿಶಂಗ ರಸದ್ಭಟ ಶೃಂಗ ಹತಾವಟುಕೆ ಕೃತಚತುರಂಗ ಬಲಕ್ಷಿತಿರಂಗ ಘಟತ್ ಪಪುರಂಗ ರಟತ್ ಪಟುಕೆ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಹೇ ಮಹಿಷಾಸುರಮರ್ದಿನಿ ಪರ್ದಿನಿ ಶೈಲಸುತೆ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಜಪ್ಯ ಜಯೇ ಜಯ ಶಬ್ದ ಪರಸ್ತುತಿ ತತ್ಪರ ವಿಶ್ವನುತೆ ಭಣ ಭಣ ಭಿಂಜಿಮಿ ಭಿಂಕೃತನೂಪುರ ಸಿಂಜಿತ ಮೋಹಿತ ಭೂತಪತೆ ಸುಗಾನರತೆ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಹೇ ಮಹಿಷಾಸುರಮರ್ದಿನಿ ರಮ್ಯಕ ಪರ್ದಿನಿ ಶೈಲಸುತೆ ಸಹಿತ ಮಹಾಘವ ಮಲ್ಲಮ ತಲ್ಲಿಕ ಮಲ್ಲಿತರಲ್ಲ ಕಮಲ್ಲರತೆ ವಿರಚಿತ ವಲ್ಲಿಕ ಪಲ್ಲಿಕ ಮಲ್ಲಿಕ ಭಿಲ್ಲಿಕ ಭಿಲ್ಲಿಕ ವರ್ಗವೃತೆ ಸುತೆ 
ನಿಧಿ ರೂಪಪಯೋ ನಿಧಿ ರಾಜಸುತೆ ಪದ ಕಮಲ ಕರುಣಾ ನಿಲಯ ವರ 
ಸುರ 